Welcome to Purely Aligned. I'm your host, Melissa Machat, a multi-passionate entrepreneur, alignment activator, and transformational coach teaching you how to create life and business on your terms, have freedom and success, and help you experience the magic of living a fulfilled and purely aligned life. This is about remembering your vision, creating your rules, and doing it your way. And this isn't someday when you get there. Living in pure alignment gets to start now. Do you feel like you're always behind? Like you have to catch up, you have to be doing more, should be doing more. You are just feeling like you can never get ahead. And have you ever experienced that before? Because today I'm going to share with you why that is a misconception, why that belief is not serving you in any way, because you are not actually behind and you don't need to catch up. And I know that can be hard to admit, that can be hard to accept, and I'm going to share with you why you are exactly where you're supposed to be and to trust the timing. Before we dive in, I want to mention the three keys to consistency because I have been receiving the most incredible feedback, ahas, realizations, because you know me, I like to go deep and help with self-reflection. And if you don't know, the three keys to consistency is a new digital training I created. You can find the link in the show notes. And it is all about how to create a business where you are naturally inspired to be consistent and take action. And of course, there is mindset work behind that and NLP techniques and just a completely different way of creating a business model, creating an action plan, creating your to-do list, your schedule, your calendar in a way that it does align to you and what you want. And that is aligned to your vision. So check out the three keys to consistency. It is an incredible resource to help you create a business where you are excited to be consistent. You are creating it based on what works for you, what gives you energy, and then is also giving you tools. Don't forget there is a bonus take action toolkit to help you If life happens and you feel like you're procrastinating or you're overwhelmed or you're just not sure what to do next, you find yourself stuck or I know what I'm supposed to do, I'm not doing it. There are tools and resources to help you get back into action and make your dreams a reality. Now for today's conversation around being behind, this This was such a big one for me, and it is also such a trigger in a way, because anytime I hear people say, I need to catch up, I'm behind, I almost want to stop them and have this conversation, and I realize that's probably not the most appropriate thing to do, and they're going to look at me like, who are you, and why are you talking to me about this? Like, I didn't ask you, right? So I'm going to share it here, because if you have been there, you are there, I think you will appreciate this conversation because 
I truly cannot stand when I hear people talk about being, I'm sorry, I'm behind, I, I'm late, I, I need to catch up, I, you know, there's more for me to do. Like, I just, it's just this feeling of lack and you can feel the energy of scarcity and fear. And it's, it's honestly, it almost makes me uncomfortable because it's like, wait a second, why, why are we going down that road? Why are we doing this to ourselves? And this isn't a judgment thing. This isn't, ugh, you think you're behind? Like, I can't be around you. (laughs) That's, That's not the vibe. That's not what I'm talking about. But I don't know if you've ever been around someone who does believe they are behind and need to catch up. And there is a frantic energy of like, like, you can almost, I don't know, can you, can you feel it? Am I the only one? Reach out and let me know. Because to me, I can feel it. And It used to be me. And I think that's why I see it so clearly, because I used to be that person running around like, you know, just stressed and overwhelmed and racing and rushing and trying to catch up and always late. And it just uh, it was exhausting. And I'm sure it was not fun to be around me. And I'm sure it was just not pleasant to experience because it didn't matter what I did. Like I was starting from a place of lack. And if you have no clue what I'm talking about, here's some examples. I would get to the office and already feel like I was late behind and needed to catch up. All my peers were there at 7, 7.30, 8, 8.30. And it was a struggle for me to even get there by 8.30 Let's be real, that was that was pushing it. <laughs> I was definitely rushing. I was racing to make that happen. And even my morning was already starting from a place of lack. Think about this for a second. If I start my day and I'm like, I have to get to the office by this time. I'm running late. I got to get ready as fast as possible. I got to rush through. I got to rush to get there. Please, no red lights. Like, I, I have to get there by this time. That is putting pressure on ourselves so that, and again, if you have to clock in or you have a job where you actually do need to be there by a certain time, I you know can kind of understand. But in the context of entrepreneurship, we don't clock in. <laughs> we don't have a schedule that is forced upon us. We make it up. So for this conversation, this is if we make up our own rules, we're making up our own schedule, we're making up our own business. Why am I starting it? choosing to be behind and stressed because I'm already late. I'm already not there when everyone else is. And I do have other podcast episodes about this that are all about, are you self-sabotaging with your schedule? Are you creating a schedule that actually aligns to your energy and works for you? So what would be better? Rushing to get there by a time someone told me I should be there by because I'm following someone else's rules? or figuring out what works for me and does it really matter as long as I do what I need to do and what my priorities are? Does it matter when I do it or does it matter that I do it? Because I believe it just matters that I do it. When actually doesn't matter as much. So with that being said, I was already getting to the office late, getting on the phones late, And I just felt like such a failure. And I don't know if you do this too, if it's just me. I don't believe it's just me. 
but I really would blame myself. I really would beat myself up. I really would think something was wrong with me. Why can't I just suck it up and get here earlier? Why can't I just be on time? Why can't I just do this? And that is a classic sign and signal you are following someone else's rules instead of doing what would actually work for you. Is it possible you're trying to fit yourself into a box that you are not meant to fit in? Is it possible that you would actually be more productive if you let go of this belief that you had to do things a certain way and you got back in touch with what would work best for you? Couldn't we reframe this and say you're only really behind if you are following someone else's rules that say you're behind? Because another question could be, according to who? Well, sure, best practices, my coach, this is what I'm supposed to do. This is what I should be doing. This is when they told me I need to be here and I need to be doing things. But again, listen to your language. That literally just said, what I was supposed to be doing because they told me this is what I have to do. This is what I should be doing according to who. Is that what works for you? Wouldn't releasing the pressure and the meaning behind all of this and you just get there when you get there safely, by the way, instead of rushing around and racing, wouldn't that be more productive to just be doing something that actually works for you? I'm going to leave that one there because I think it really is as simple as that. Wouldn't it work better for you to do what works for you? Another example of this, like I have to catch up, I'm behind. It's, I see this a lot and I'm going to kind of switch gears here. I see this a lot in the online coaching space. There's a lot of programs or digital products or trainings, and some of them have a live component. Some of them are, you know, pre-recorded. And I would see it all the time in the comments, like, I need to catch up. I haven't had a chance yet. It's like, we have to come with this excuse or this reason of, I'm so sorry. Like you feel guilty. You feel bad. And again, does it matter that you're doing it when everybody else is doing it? Or does it matter that you're doing it when it's right for you? This might sound really basic and simple, but I find this reframe profound because when you put it that way, you ask yourself, according to who? I'm behind according to who? I need to catch up. Catch up on what? What if you don't need to catch up? You just are doing it when it works for you. Like, can't that be a way more empowering decision. And I've really been practicing and noticing that I no longer, like I removed those words from my vocabulary. I need to catch up. I'm behind. I now, like, let's say I was out of town and I am technically catching up on emails. I won't even say I'm catching up. I say I'm back and I am going through everything and I will get to things as I get to it. It's about releasing that pressure. It's releasing that guilt. It's releasing that shame almost that we should be further ahead. We should be further along. Again, according to who? And here's the thing that's been so almost trippy for me lately or such a mind trip is I'm really working on surrendering and trusting the timing. 
and trusting it's all working out when it's meant to be. It's all working out exactly how and when it's supposed to. And if I trust the timing, then how could I possibly be behind? Because I trust it and it's happening for me. And I'm seeing it right now because I'm recording this the beginning of April of 2023. We just finished the first quarter and I'm already seeing real estate posts and online coaching coaches post about how was your first quarter? You know, if it didn't go the way that you wanted, here's what you do to catch up. And I came from a a method and a model where it was if you're behind, you doubled down. If you aren't on track for your goals, you you know, double your effort, you suck it up, you push through. And again, that could not be more opposite from what I practice and what I believe and what I teach now, because I see how that is a scarcity lack mindset and coming from fear. And that is no longer how I choose to operate. So there is a shift that needs to happen. And when it comes to the first quarter, we put so much pressure again and meaning on are we on track for our goals? Are we, you know, did it go the way we wanted it? it I mean, it never, does it ever really go the way you want it to? Does, I mean, really, does the first quarter ever really go the way you want to? Because I know in my real estate business, the majority of my income always seemed to come the second and then maybe end of third, beginning of fourth quarter. There were months with zero, but then all of a sudden we would have a $75,000 month or a $40,000 month or a $50,000 month. And it's like, where did this come from? (laughs) But it's because it doesn't necessarily happen evenly every single month, especially in entrepreneurship. And we tend to forget that we can make all of our money in two months and the other months could be rough. It just, it can happen that way. Do we want it to happen that way? Of course not. We would love it to be more consistent. And at the same time, that is part of this entrepreneurial journey. That is how business can operate. And yes, there are absolutely strategies to put in place to make it more consistent. And at the same time, it's understanding that the first quarter doesn't really mean anything. It's feedback. It's, okay, what worked well? What didn't? What do I want to keep doing? What maybe do I want to change? Maybe it's more of a reflection and an evaluation instead of a, oh gosh, I'm behind on my goals and now I got to catch up. And like, like, let's just take a minute, take a breath to just reflect on what went well, what did you learn, and what do you want to implement moving forward? But again, this idea of, oh gosh, I'm already behind because I lived years doing this. Every year, first quarter was rough for me, pretty much every year in real estate. And I it took a long time for me to realize that was just part of seasonality. That was part of my own ebb and flow of energy. That was part of my own pushing really hard at the end of the year and then burning out and needing a month to recover and then getting back you know, on the phones in February or whatever it was. But I didn't even realize my own pattern. I just kept thinking, oh, I'm behind again. I got to catch up again. How could I have done this to myself again? And I would spend more time beating myself up, being in a funk because I messed up instead of just acknowledging, oh, I was burnt out. Oh, I needed a break. Oh, I took my foot off the gas. And you know what? It's okay. I had the, I, it never failed. November was like the biggest closing month of the year for me. And so guess what? 
I unconsciously took my foot off the gas because I had a huge month and I didn't understand that I was even doing that. And yes, the answer could have been, don't let your foot off the gas, keep going. But again, I it was okay. I didn't need to stress myself out and punish myself. And I think that is a lot of what this is. Are you punishing yourself because you feel like you should be, again, doing more further along, feel bad that you didn't push through? There's so much self-blame and punishment and making it mean something about us. And honestly, it's imposing this self-suffering that is unnecessary, unwarranted, and not helpful or productive at all. It's hurting ourselves. And I think that's why I get so triggered. That's why I want to have this conversation today because we are punishing ourselves. We're only hurting ourselves. And why are we doing it? Because society told us that we should be doing something else. We should be further along. Like that doesn't make sense because if we really do trust the timing, Does it really matter when you do it again as long as you do it? So I want to give you some reframes of what I've started to say or what I do now when I catch myself having a moment of, oh gosh, I'm behind. I should be doing this. I should have had this by now. And I just had this experience with, I'm going to be very transparent, with the three keys to consistency. There was a whole launch plan to promote it and have emails go out and post on social and talk about it. And I may not have had the best timing because I decided to launch it the week of medication and treatment, which I knew was not a good idea. But again, I was so excited to just get it out there. I honestly didn't care. I was like, I'm just excited. Let's just put it out there. Why not? And I had this whole plan to have all the emails set up and have everything ready. So it was just automated and it just went out. And that did not happen. My energy, my, you know, my body was just like, "Uh uh-uh, not happening. We're sleeping and we're not doing anything. You're not getting on your computer. I don't care what you want to do. And I had to surrender. I had to release it. And my parents were coming to visit over the weekend. I needed to conserve energy for that and seeing them. And I'm teaching a live. I mean, I know these all sound like things, but I'm teaching my first live class, which I'm so excited about for my office, uh, you know, next week. And it was like, there's a lot of big things happening. I really need to conserve my energy. I really need to prioritize what matters right now. And I had this moment of, okay, do I push and get this email done or, you know, no, I don't. It can wait. It'll happen this week. It'll happen when I'm ready to make it happen. There's no pressure. There's no urgency because I trust the timing and it's something that's going to live on forever. It's not a, oh gosh, I have to get it done by this time or else, or else what? Like I push the specials back a week and I I just do what works for me. And I had a moment over the weekend when, you know, I was taking a break from my parents and resting and it was like, do I get on my computer and try and do this real quick? Like I did have a moment where I was like, I want to make sure I'm, you know, staying on top of it. And then I remembered it doesn't actually matter. My health matters. My energy matters. I'm going to 
do what works best for me. And when I have the energy to go back and do the emails and do the things, I'm going to do it, which I will at some point this week. And that's okay because I trust it. I'm surrendering. I'm letting go of that control of what it should look like. And by the way, I had this realization If part of my mission and what I teach is to break the rules, then I need to break the rules and show that a launch can be done differently and that I can do things differently. I'm not behind. It's not bad. It's my way. And that's great. And because it's my way and it works for me, that's all that matters. And could I have made more sales and could I have pushed and made it happen? Sure. But at the same time, it was almost more empowering and freeing to know that I let go and it didn't actually need to happen. I don't need to force it. It'll happen when it's meant to. And that's okay. That doesn't make me behind or, oh gosh, I'm, you know, this and that. So I think a huge piece of the conversation today is making sure you're not punishing yourself and making yourself feel bad because you didn't do something, because you didn't get it done in time. Again, on time, according to what and who, right? Because I saw myself start to go back down that path and I caught myself. And I'm so proud of myself that I even caught myself and realized, nope, we don't do that anymore. I don't subscribe to that way of thinking and I'm doing it my way. And that's what matters. So where are you saying you're behind, you you know, need to catch up and instead start to say, according to who, what do I actually want? Does it really matter when it happens or does it just matter that it happens when it works for me? Is it okay to prioritize myself and my energy and do it my way? Even if that's not best practice, isn't it better to do what's best for you? Could you prove a new way is possible? Could you inspire someone else that it's okay to take back your power, take back this empowerment perspective of I get to do what works for me and that's what matters. It's all working because it's working anyway. What is for you will not pass you. So for today, start to notice where you might be beating yourself up, punishing yourself, feeling bad, blaming, judgment, shame, that feeling guilty you're behind, it's not enough, I got to catch up and start to ask these questions and see if that can give you a different perspective, remind you you're exactly where you're meant to be. It's all working out perfectly. And let's practice trusting yourself, trusting the timing and do what works best for you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. It means the world to me. And if this episode served you in any way, please help me get the message out there by sharing it on your social media and tag me as I'd love to know your favorite takeaways. And if you haven't already, please subscribe and leave a review. And I hope you learned something you can implement now to live more purely aligned. Until next week.